Hello everybody and welcome to this Xbox Live episode 292 E3 Leaks. I am one of your hosts, Mark AK Wingman709, and with me is Rob. Hey, what's up everybody? Also known as Presar on Xbox Live. Good to be here as always. And also with us is Bron. Hello. I'm on a boat. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> No, it was uh, BJ Swig thirty three. I was checking to see if I heard our audio. I didn't hear any audio, but I did hear your voice. So I hope we can hear you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. You know what? The way things are going today, I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to have problems tonight. Just would be the just be par for the course. What can I say? So, anyways, we've got a lot to cover. So be sure to check us out at uh, thisxboxlife.com, and of course, you can always. Support us by doing your shopping at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon or go to our website, click on the Amazon link, and it will take you to the appropriate store for your country. So our friends in Europe and around the world can also shop and support us, and we do appreciate you guys doing so. All right, so we've got a lot of compilation video this week, so I'm going to get that a rolling. Thank you all for for oops look at it's already halfway it's already way at the end how'd that happen all right let's start this over so <laughs> there we go with the compilation videos starting and uh rob did you get a chance to play anything this week yeah i managed to uh actually download a game and, <laughs> and start playing a little bit that child of light i didn't get very far into it it was uh my crazy work schedule kicked me in the butt again and no. One of these days I'll be able to play it. <laughs> looks interesting. Different. You think it does look interesting? What, Child of Light? Yeah. It, yeah. I'm kind of hoping it's going to be like uh, the Max game, you know, where it's cheap, only <laughs> 15 bucks, and uh, you know, it's got some good gameplay in it. I've heard good things about it, but I've watched videos of it, and I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. I think it's one of those things you kind of really got to kind of get into. If you just sit there and watch it, you, yeah, it's not the same thing. So, all right. Well, how about, about it. how about you, Ron? Uh, yes, I got a couple games in. I got uh, Civ Revolutions and Deadlight and cool. NHL 13. So... Um, I had to sit on my uh, 360 for a while and play. And uh, uh, Cat Fury 05, you got a uh, ring a bell from our community. Sent me a code, uh, which happened to be three months of Xbox Live Gold. So I greatly appreciate it. Um, That's awesome. Yes, I, I, you know, put in the code. I got gold. I was able to download a game, so I really appreciate it. Um, I will say this is probably the only code that I will take from anybody because <laughs> after <laughs> after taking it, I kind of felt bad. I'm just like, I should not be taking anything from, you know, the community regardless of, you know, they want to give it up or not. I mean, I understand like the one or two day code or, or something like that that maybe somebody has sitting around, but nothing like three months. I shouldn't have, shouldn't have took it. Maybe it'd be something if you want to give up a code next time, it's something we can hand out to our community for a community member who doesn't have xbox live gold cool but i still do i appreciate it 
a ton. I, I definitely am going to use it. I'm not going to let it go to waste or anything. So. You better be playing, man. We're going to be watching. Yes, I already started. Three three games this week, and they're all Xbox games. <laughs> all right. So. Yeah. yeah. And don't forget cool. to get that free game. Yeah. <coughs> forget what it was, but I downloaded it. Yep. Deadlight, right? Well, no, that was no, last. That was last last month. Oh, oh, yes. that's right. Yeah, it's that dust game, isn't it? Dust, dust. yeah, dust. an Elysian yep. tale. Yeah. yeah, I'm downloading it probably as we speak, which might have been the reason why the internet was running slow here. And then don't forget what next week you can uh, uh, next Friday, as a matter of fact, this coming Friday you can download Saints Row Three. Yes. So get that too. Yep. All right. So anything else? No, that that was it. Well, guys, I've had a very busy gaming week, but not in the way that I am normally busy. Um, I played, I think, just one game on my Xbox. Ooh, I take that back. I played two. I played some Battlefield 4 for just a couple of minutes the other night on that new naval strike. Mm-hmm. Um, the The servers were odd. It, we were having tons of lag and just some weird stuff going on. We even changed servers, and we were still having problems, but... Um, Man, after playing Titanfall, that that game seemed so slow. <laughs> um, it was weird, and uh, I didn't play very long. I was just like, "Nah, I'm I'm out of here." I heard, um, I heard uh, somebody saying the same thing on a, another podcast, talking about it, saying that they played Titanfall and they went back and played, tried to play. I think it was they tried to play Ghost. Uh huh. And it was just like you know, <laughs> Call of Duty is still a fast game. Yep. But they just felt bad or they just didn't feel right because all they could do was sprint when they wanted a wall run and do all that stuff so it's just like already already like spoiling people (laughs) from you know the games that they used to play so yeah oh and i wanted to but why i'm thinking about it as you guys are watching the compilation video there's a lot of stuff out here these i someone in our web on our facebook group pointed out a website that you can go to and just search by gamertag and it actually will pull up all their uploads I guess anything you do in the upload studio so I was able to grab a bunch of stuff this week from people who didn't necessarily submit it so hopefully you guys don't mind but it's out there on the internet but if you guys uh, xboxclips.com is where you can go and you can just put a gamertag in and it'll pull up if they have any videos that they've uploaded to the upload studio Um, so if anybody has used upload studio it's now even easier. You don't have to submit it to OneDrive if you want, um, if you don't want to. You can just say, hey, grab my clip at this date and time, and I'll go out to Xbox Clips, put your gamertag in, and pull it, and it's it's already the right format for me, so I can pull it right from there. So just shoot me an email with, uh, you know, your gamertag, uh, which game it was, and what the date and time that you wanted the, that clip. Or you can just send me the OneDrive link as well, either way. So, but that's Mark at thisxboxlife.com. Either way works. So, all right. So back to the gaming. So I played Titanfall as well, um, and enjoying that as usual. So that that was my Xbox One experience this week. I picked up something new this week. I finally broke down and bought a uh, Surface Pro 2, and I've been playing a lot of games on that thing. Um, I played Wordament, which I've played on my phone, my iPhone, for a long time. I like that. Um, and then from the makers of Wordament, they got a new one called uh, Snap Attack, 
which is really fun. It's actually kind of like, think of it as Scrabble, where there's some words there, mm. and you get your seven tiles at the bottom, and you've got like two minutes to snap all these things somewhere and cre- you know use all the tiles, and you want to try to max out the score the best you can. So uh, that's pretty fun. Uh, played some Shuffle Party, which is that shuffleboard game that came out a long time ago. I played on Windows 8. Now I was playing it on my uh, my Surface uh, Mahjong, the Microsoft Mahjong, which is fantastic. Um, a game called Thrown Together, which was like Tetris, only like a medieval twist on it. And you're supposed to put your Tetris pieces into shapes of castles. And I don't know, I didn't play it very long. It really didn't interest me. Um, I did try the new Connectimals Unleashed. Looks like it's all dogs. So if you're not a cat person and you didn't like the original Connectimals, you can get Connectimals Unleashed on Windows 8.1 or Windows 8, I guess, 8, 8.1. I don't know if it matters. Um, but uh, so that is available. My favorite, I think, so far of all of them is World Series of Poker Full House Poker, which mm-hmm. I have been play- I've played on my 360. Um, it's just really fun. It, it's it's fun. I mean, it's it's the same game, um, but it looks amazing. It's uh, it's very fun to play. It's a great game to play on a tablet, um, and all the stuff that you could do in the Xbox version is in this, and it looks fantastic. The game, I was just like, man, this looks so good. Um, played Halo Spartan Assault, gave that a shot. Didn't get play much of it because it, in my opinion, it's really hard to control. Um, I think if I give it more time, maybe it'll all come together. And played, tried some Jetpack Joyride. Um, I played Angry Birds Star Wars, which I really enjoy. Um, so, and then uh, Democulus pointed out the recommended Microsoft Bingo. So I was playing that this morning, and actually that is a lot of fun. I'm surprised. Mm. I'm like Bingo, really, but I tried it, and I'm like, okay, I'm probably will be playing it again tonight. So, um, but. And it was kind of interesting. Like, all these games were, like, dishing out achievement points. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Very nice. nice. So, and all these games were free. <laughs> I mean, that's, I don't, I think for Spartan Assault, I got it you free, it. but you I already it owned it. Because, yeah. yeah, I bought it on Windows 8 when my desktop had it. So that's, I guess, so that that one I didn't. And I think Angry Birds I may have bought, too, um, Star Wars, when I was on Windows 8. But... The rest of them were all free games, so fun stuff, and I'm looking looking forward to seeing what else is out there. So I'll probably have a lot more of those types of games in my list each week. But so, um, and also, if you guys are wondering, you're watching the the video right now. It's baseball game. We don't have a baseball yes. game on the Xbox, so <laughs> MLB the show. This is MLB the show, but it's from someone in our community who sent the video. And they also got another, after this, this is a pretty long video. Then after that, they got another long one of Infamous Second Son. So uh, we'll probably just let this all play through and as we talk in some of our stories um, so we can get all in. But again, you know, we got Xbox stuff. I won't just do all PlayStation 4 videos. But, uh, you know, I I don't mind adding some other stuff other than Xbox in as long as we got Xbox stuff. So. I they went searching make... this week for Xbox videos. <laughs> they they do make such a good baseball game, though. 
I watched, he did a, a full video that he uploaded or he posted to our Facebook group the other day. That was mm -hmm. like nine or ten minutes. And I actually watched the whole thing, and I was very impressed. And I'm just like, yeah. man, why can't we get a good baseball game? Why can't we get a baseball game on Xbox other than something? What was that one they just gave us? That RBI Baseball. RBI thing? Baseball. Come on. I'm like, yeah. Well, MLB real the show's been like the top of the line baseball game for multiple years now, and you know they're talking about maybe you know EA talking about the games that they're bringing back. Maybe they'll bring back a baseball game, but nobody really, nobody really knows. So, but, oh, and I see sorry. X1 Saint. <laughs> yes, that uh, that Killer Instinct video was yours. Hope you don't mind me ripping that from the internet. I found it uh, out there, so I put it in <laughs> yeah. so hope you don't mind <laughs> so but i wanted to make use of that and get some videos because I, I all i had this week was ps4 videos sent to me I'm like i can't just run playstation videos on an xbox show can't mm. do it so but uh in fact in fact dark predator is in watching us right now so thank you um <laughs> so i appreciate your videos man i really do all right, so that's what I played. Is there any any other thing before we jump into our topics, guys? Topics? You mean one topic? No, we've got a bunch of topics. Oh, but based on the news and everything I read, there was only one topic this week, and that was Call of D the new Call of Duty trailer. I don't even think that's in our list. <laughs> oh, that's every, that's the only thing everybody else has been talking no, about. No, that was last that's... week. We talked about that last week. That was the name of our show last week. Yeah, Advanced I'm Warfare being, was the title being, of our podcast. I know I'm being super sarcastic because they're still <laughs> oh. talking about the Call of Duty thing. It's like that's all we're to hear about until except when November fourth or whatever. It's like nah. that's all we're gonna hear about. Nah, there was some other. There was a lot. Yeah, it's been a very busy week for news. That's for sure. Yeah. So yeah. let's jump into it, and I'm I'm just gonna keep this video playing, so I don't have to worry about changing anything for now. But mm -hmm. um. Yeah, let's just jump into our stories. All right, let's go, let's go. All right, so first up is uh, Transformers Rise of the Dark Spark is, uh, as I guess, as you guessed it, it's a new Transformers game. Although, uh, there's a new movie, isn't there? Or yes. Was that out just not too long ago? It's coming. Okay. So... Uh, there's a pre-order available at GameStop for this game, and right now, the reward that you get by pre-ordering with GameStop is you get a Weathered Warrior pack and two characters, or no, that includes two characters and two weapons. Uh, it's supposed to launch on June 24th, so you've got a little bit of time to decide if you want to pick it up. And... Uh, It'll be out uh, on pretty much all the platforms. Cool. Except not PC. Doesn't look like it's out on PC. Oh, well. Looks like it's out on all consoles. Cool. And Xbox One? Even Xbox One? Yes. <laughs> Yay. Next Gen's got it. Cool. Uh, another Next Gen game, uh, but also for the 360 and PS3 coming this fall as uh, NHL 15. So, EA, like, everybody was kind of wondering and worried, you know, if NHL was going to even come back um, because of the recent... For some reason, EA used to be 
the company, the publisher you thought about when it came to sports games. Hmm. And it seems the FIFA game is obviously still thriving and, and is spectacular, but it seems like every other sports game that EA has put out or has been publishing has just been like, ugh, you know, like, I, I don't know how to tell it, say it other than just not, not that interesting. Um, so they've been kind of, you know, cutting back. You know, they haven't published an NBA game in a while. They haven't done a baseball game in a long time. Um, NASCAR, they lost that. Um, so really all they had was Madden NCAA and um, NHL, FIFA. Um, but then, like, they might not – there. I don't think they're doing any, uh, NCAA football this year because I don't think a lot of the conferences were signing back up with them. So I know the Big Ten was one that wasn't supposed to sign with them or something. Um, but the news came out that um, NHL 15 will be out this fall. So I'm a big hockey fan. I love hockey. Uh, big Blue Jackets fan. So, um, you know, can't wait to play them and have the updated rosters and stuff like that. So, but I haven't bought I haven't bought a NHL game since 13. So I usually wait a couple of years. Since you were 13. Uh, no, mm-hmm. NHL 13. Oh. <laughs> so, Just checking. But, uh, yeah, excited. So and they're doing an NHL cover vote, so you can go to NHL.com slash cover vote. Um, I won't vote at all because they don't have a Blue Jacket this year. They have, uh, you know, there was a Blue Jacket in the semifinal, like in the finals last year. It came to down to the goalie for the Blue Jackets and um, the goalie for... I guess the Blue Devils or the Devils, New Jersey Devils. So, um, you know, there's not even a Blue Jacket in the list this time. So, but there is a cover vote. And that's all I got. Cool. So, Rob, okay. I guess you're Back up again. Back to me. Back to me. Yep. So, E3 is just a couple weeks away, it will be on June 9th. The Xbox briefing is called Xbox Game On, and it'll be at 9.30 Pacific. Then uh, adjust your time zones accordingly. So what is that? Uh, I know here in Chicago, it winds up being 11.30 in the morning. So I guess that's 12.30 Eastern, right? 9, 10, 11. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So uh, you can catch the show or catch the briefing online on Xbox dot com of course which is usually how I've watched it in the past uh, it's going to be also be on Xbox Live and Windows Phone globally and then here in the United States and Canada you can also watch it on Spike TV if you're at home so uh, pretty excited to see what they've got uh, in store for us uh, with this thing uh, always lots of cool stuff that they show so look for that uh, in just a couple weeks with wouldn't you think based on last year's E3 that mm-hmm. Microsoft I thought I thought they alternated like who did what and when they got to go and stuff like that but it seems like Microsoft's going again at like 9 a.m. or did is that what you just said 9 a.m. yeah so 930. 930. Oh, 930 sorry 930 they're going at 930 but uh is not going until 6 p.m. Yeah, so, it was late last year too, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah, like PlayStation. Yeah, because they got to you know completely revamp everything they were going to do just to make Microsoft look bad. So 
why would Microsoft agree to go first again or do this to go first again? Because all it's going to do is set them up to getting, you know, Sony to have, you know, another shot at them, let's say. Or maybe Sony won't do it because I said I'm kind of hoping neither company does it this year. But I just can't believe that they kind of leave it open. Well, you got to go sometime. And I think Microsoft always likes to be the first one out. They just like to lead the show. Um, You know, I I don't think it really matters. You know, I'm glad I think Microsoft's going first just for the simple fact I would hate for them to do what Sony did. You know, just take the high road. I want all the companies just to say, here's why you should buy our system based on what we can do. Not what the other guy can't do or whatnot. And I'll guarantee we'll hear from Sony the whole 1080p bull crap. You know, that's going to be their big thing this year. And I'm like, if that's all you got, Microsoft can win that by going, guess what? We got games. We got this and this and this and this and this. And guess what? They're not all indie titles. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, there's, um, there's talk of Titanfall now going to PlayStation. It's a yeah. rumor, but you know, I, I don't, you know, who knows? Just yeah. do a good show, focus on your own console, tell us what we can do with it, and leave it at that. Show us what's coming yeah. and what we're going to be get excited about. I, you know, I don't care about the 1080p. I don't care about, you know, I liked what the initial E3 was. So maybe give us some of that sharing's coming and. You know, games for gold from Xbox One. What are we going to get? Are you, how are you going to change Xbox Live to be better? You know, but anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. We, we've got some yeah. detail or possible details on what we're going to hear. So later in the yeah, show. So, so you don't think Sony's is going to be like, all right, let's take a look at uh, this uh, yeah, gameplay video from such and such game in beautiful 1080p 60 frames a second. And then, you know, let's take out another look at this game at uh, 1080p at 60 frames a second. So are they going to announce every one of their videos like that? or Probably because they just announced, I guess, in their um, in their announcement of Watch Dogs that it runs at 1080p 60 frames a second. It I was thought, in their, like, I listing. Watch, <laughs> I, thought Watch, I thought Watch Dogs was running at 1080p 60 frames a second in every format. So. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I just know it was listed. Oh. It's a big story, uh, like came out yesterday or today that Watch Dogs was Sony's running and listing it as we run in 1080p, 60 frames a second. So, is like, that okay, what I read? Okay. Was that for that game? Was, it was for, for Watch Dogs? Dogs? Yeah, I read that too. They said, actually, they said that the only way to run at 1080p, 60 frames a second. That's what they had in their quote. Was that they were the, they were the only ones that run at 1080p 60 frames a second? So I was kind of confused on that. I was like, oh, is that because PCs run at 1080 1080p 120 frames a second? So they're lower than a PC because I can tell you that a PC can run 1080p 60 frames a second. So I don't know what bullcrap they're trying to. I don't know there, but all right, sorry, I digress. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn, anyways. It's so, my turn. Uh, uh, what? Is it my are, turn? Are is you not done, turn? Rob? No, I'm done. Are you done? Oh, okay. Well, then it is my turn. <laughs> I was just doing the Cartman. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, so, so there's this game that came out like six or seven months ago called Battlefield 4. And uh, on the consoles, 
there's this uh, feature that you used to have in the old one that took this long to put it in the new one. But everybody should be happy because it is a very, very important feature to me uh, when you're playing Battlefield and has the ability to squad up. So you and four of your buddies can now create a squad prior to starting a match. You can all jump into the match and hopefully 40% of the time you'll still all be squatted up when the match starts. We'll see about that. Um, yeah. But you should be thrown into the match together all in a squad and then actually carry over in a squad um, as you know the rounds progress and you go from round to round. Um, I know on the PC we've been able to squad up from the beginning, but uh, even if we squad up and we jump into a match, we could be on opposite teams, you know, because if you jump into a round that only has four spots open, that's two and two, so you might get split. Um, but usually when the next round comes around, they'll they'll actually bind you back up into your squad. So sometimes it may take to complete a round or not. Um, if you join into an empty server, you you should be on your... Uh, squad together so you know it's good that it's in there i do not know what took them so long to get it done especially when they had it in the previous game um but that just shows just one more mark on you know a very you know destroyed game so hopefully they'll get it right maybe on the next one next year yeah so but there you go Alrighty. Well, you guys have heard of the game Destiny, correct? Yes, sir. Yes. Can you believe yep. that Activision has? Uh, well, let me say. Let me say it this way: Activision's Blizzard's CEO Bobby Kotick is quoted recently as saying that the company is making a five hundred million dollar bet on Destiny. Um, this this quote. Um, is pretty much been running a rampant this week uh, in the news. Everybody was just like, say what? Um, Take Two Interactive spent $260 million to develop, produce, and market Grand Theft Auto V. So Activision Blizzard's going to basically double that amount for Destiny. Um, mm. I'm I'm blown away by that price tag. And I just can't see the need to dump $500 million into a game. Now, I don't know if that's over the whole 10 years, or if that's just this first, you know, game. But it's insane. I, I heard it's over the next 10 years. I heard the $5 million's over the next 10 years, but the thing that throws me off is $500 million. Sorry, sorry. Five hundred million is over the next ten years. But the thing that threw me off is it's including, um, like costs for servers, maintenance on servers, and, um, like the marketing. You know, well, they're gonna so, market the crap out of this thing for they, sure. They are, but it's like, well, how do you put five hundred million? How do you spread your marketing across ten years? You know, you don't know how many games that's going to be, right? And stuff. So that's why I'm kind of like, well. Yeah, man, twice as much. I, I don't know. Unless a lot of it's in hardware, because this game is doing above and beyond in my book what GTA Five did. Um, obviously, everybody remembers their issues that they had on their online, but you know, 
That's a lot of money. I think this game will be good. Um, I, I I really I mean these this is a established developer so I mean look how well Halo did on the Xbox platform now it's multi platform you know it it's gonna sell Halo fans are gonna come to this in like gangbusters PlayStation oh, yeah. people who have not been able to play Halo are gonna come to this like gangbusters you mm-hmm. know um it's going to be a big seller but man that's a lot of money and it just you know i i can't help but think like you know, honestly and i'm not one of these bleeding heart liberal tree hugging hippie types but my, honestly my first thought was 500 million dollars i mean how think of how much good we could do if we put that somewhere else instead of a video game, I don't hate me, everybody. <laughs> I'm ducking all the everything coming at me, all the flame darts. But I just, I was like, man, that's huge. So, mm-hmm. anyways, <laughs> yeah, we could put that to, toward you know the fixes on uh, healthcare.gov that you know, Accenture yeah. is going to charge what, 300 and something million dollars to yeah. fix the website yeah, <laughs> for the top, next round of changes. Top of the couple billion they already got, yeah. yeah so, so, anyways, just be prepared to see a lot of commercials for Destiny. That's about all I can say. Be prepared. Yeah, the, it's going to be interesting as much marketing if they're going to put it, that they're going to put into Destiny, they're basically going to be fighting themselves because the all the commercials that I see right now, like I said, are for are for the new Call of Duty game. So it's literally going to be like Activision fighting Activision for <laughs> for <laughs> advertising space. So, but and I didn't know Destiny was not coming on the PC for some reason. I thought it was all platforms or you know the new console. I thought it was going to PC as well. I when I I think I am wrong on that. I think it is going... It's not on uh, PC. Well... I'll look it up. So, how about that? Rob's, yeah, Rob's next. Rob's next, that's right. Mm. All right, Forza Motorsport 5. Uh, if you're kind of tired of the cars that you got already, well, there's a new car pack that's available. It's the Meguiar's car pack. Uh, Meguiar's, if, uh, if you never heard of them, they make those uh, pretty cool. Uh, car maintenance, car care products, and I was really surprised to find out that uh, this is a 110-year-old company. That was uh, really surprising. So they've been around for a while. Anyway, uh, the Meguiar's car pack is out for Forza Motorsport 5. It's available now uh, as of this recording. Actually, it was available a while ago, but uh, you can get it now if you want. It's going to cost you $9.99 in the Xbox Live Marketplace, and it is included in the Car Pass if you already have that. I bet right now you're kind of wondering, what kind of cars do you get in that pack? Well, I'm glad you asked, because here's the full list. So there's 10 cars. There's the 2013 BMW M Performance M3 racing car, the 1986 Alfa Romeo GTV6, there's the 1958 Aston Martin DBR1, <clears throat> the 1957 Chevrolet Bel Air, the 2011 Aston Martin V12 Zagato, the 1967 Chevrolet Chevelle SS 396, 1940 Ford Deluxe Coupe, 
or as British say, coupe. Uh, the 1966 Ford Lotus Cortina, 1973 Mazda RX-3, 1968 Dodge Dart Hemi Super Stock. So there you have it, the 10 cars that you get with the pack. Uh, they're basically, what, a dollar each, and uh, they look to be some, uh, pr some pretty cool cars. So go get them. That is all. Well, if you do not want to get any cars and you're a 360 person like myself, 360 only person like myself, um, Pagel 2, which I know Wingman despises. I oh, hate that game. game. Yes. Horrible game. game. Was streaming that it game. Right yeah, you were streaming no way I would pay $600 for that piece of junk. <laughs> 60 but, um, yes. 600 no way. <laughs> yeah. Well, Peggle 2 is actually available for the 360 as we speak uh, for a low, low cost of $12. And I think that's actually a pretty good price for that game. That's awesome um, price. Yeah, it's 12 in North America, and it's 10 euros uh, in Europe. So, but, this, uh, this game's worth 20 bucks. I mean, it is. You'll mm -hmm. you'll get so much time out of it, enjoyment. So. It's it's interesting when we you know when three if the Xbox One wasn't out all we would ask for is like why is every Xbox you know why is every arcade game or, and and every game like twenty bucks or fifteen bucks and this and that and it's just like oh why can't they be cheaper and it's just like they kept doing it and now all of a sudden they pump out Peggle Two on three sixty which is a twenty you know it's worth twenty dollars like I would expect to pay twenty dollars and it's twelve. <laughs> It's like well, I think I think the reason the price. I think the reason though is because there's only like four or five uh, masters in the game, and then they adding a DLC. They'll add more masters and levels, and then you pay like three bucks for the oh. DLC. So you know, but still, it's even with what you get. I mean, it's still worth twenty bucks, and then paying the DLC is fine. I really, oh. this is one you just get lots of time on. Great game. Yeah. Available now. So. All right. That's my turn, right? I do believe. Yep. I do believe it is my turn. Is that correct, Watson? <clears throat> the clues are all pointing to Sherlock Holmes' crimes and punishments coming to Xbox 360 and Xbox One in early September. A Focus Home Interactive press release announcing a game's release window and a new platform was the biggest giveaway. But, uh, so, yeah. I mean, I, I have not heard anything about this game. Um, but uh, I guess you get to play as, I don't know, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, so the game... So Frogwares Games is afoot, and this time it's drawing from the detective's depictions on TV, as the designer Olga Chalovskaya told us last year, the new character portrait ability is inspired by BB Show's Sherlock. The gentleman hero examines suspects with his keen eye and deludicates clues by scanning over particular features such as injuries, fancy clothing, and maybe the odd conspicuous blotch of ketchup. So, I don't know. I it The like, screenshots I've seen look really good. So I'm, I will be ex interested to see the game itself and, and how it plays. And, you know, we'll see then uh, as time goes on. But look for this in September. If you don't want to play Destiny, you can play Sherlock Holmes, Crimes and Punishment. 
But Sorry, it? I got a little a little partner here with me. Yeah. He's handing me uh Oh, it's your Star Wars Angry Birds Star Wars game. <laughs> yeah. Cameo. Woo. What's his gamer tag? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have one right now. He always makes me like throw one of the birds and then then he takes it from me and finishes playing. Alright. He's, he's hiding in the corner there. Here, take it with you. Alright, Rob. Back to you. Electronic Arts is going to be revealing six new projects at E3 this year. And uh, let's see here. What, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, uh, during uh, EA's quarterly news call uh, the other day, uh, the CEO, Andrew Wilson, noted uh, that six projects are going to be unveiled. Uh, one will be powered by the Frostbite engine and is slated for a Q3 release. That's uh, it's coming up pretty soon, considering it's Q2 right now, right? Or do yeah. they go through by that weird calendar where it's actually not They all go by a weird year. calendar, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're yeah. probably in Q4 right now. Yeah. <laughs> of 2017, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they say uh, the next-gen game running the Frostbite and slated for the holiday season could be indicative of a new battlefield. Hmm, very possible. Then uh, rumors have been swirling around for some time that EA owned uh, Visceral Games has been working on a new entry in the Battlefield franchise themed around police forces. Hmm. Um, however, they do know that uh, Visceral Games is already hard at work on a Star Wars project, um, which involves the Uncharted creative director Amy Henning uh, after she left Naughty Dog. Uh, then there's also a brief mention that the company will be showing a next-gen PGA game alongside The Sims 4 and Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, their expo is going to be running from June 10 through the 12th, so I believe, what, that's Tuesday through Thursday. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of coverage on that uh, when uh, it comes time for E3. So uh, it's going to be some exciting stuff. Cool. That is all. All righty. Over to you. So, um, EA and EA and Respawn actually partnered again for the future of Titanfall, everybody's favorite game. Um, so it said here in a new agreement uh, with Respawn, uh, the EA CEO said uh, we'll be able to bring new Titanfall experiences to players worldwide. Um, he did not state whether it involves direct sequels, spinoffs, mobile games, or any other details besides that. Um, and Respawn has given no future, or no further details uh, when asked for clarification. So, um, so and emphasizes uh, its emphasis on supporting Titanfall. Uh, new maps are coming, of course, and um, they're going to hit the Xbox One, 360, and PC. In the upcoming expedition expansion, so tell you what, Jameson here is fascinated with looking at you guys on the computer now. <laughs> <laughs> He's just hopping around behind me. <laughs> Future so. podcaster, right there. Yeah. Yep. All right. 
Well, that was it, Ron? Yeah. Yep. That's all uh, I well, in further Titanfall news, uh, hmm. Respawn Entertainment has sold 925,000 units in its first quarter, according to Electronic Arts. Now, that might sound like a low number. However, that first quarter is actually only three weeks um, because it was launched uh, the last uh, what the last three weeks of March, and uh, that was the end of that quarter. So when they say that, it just means they sold 925,000 units in just three weeks, so almost a million copies. What's interesting with that number is that does not include the 360 release. It does not include any digital copies like myself and many other people I know bought it digitally. And that is, that number's from North America only. And I know oh. Titanfall ruled the roost over in Europe at the top of their charts as well when it came out for several weeks in a row. So we don't actually have official numbers from EA, but they're saying that that is it is was just in that three week time frame, it was the best selling Xbox One game in March um, and when I look at the VG charts site which I do not believe counts digital they've got the Xbox one at 1.63 million copies sold worldwide um, the 360 version is at 0.63 and then uh, 0.23 on PC which I'm really surprised but again, I shouldn't be because I think most of the, there's probably a lot more than that on PC. It's just they're all pirated. <laughs> well, if that's not counting digital. Yeah, I well, and that's a thing. So, so I don't even know what the digital version numbers are. Yeah. So even the P, like I said, that like the PC, if it's not including digital, that's not including PC, and that's not including because isn't anybody like the Titanfall version of the Xbox One? Wasn't that a download code in that console bundle? Yes. So, I mean, you, you got to look at all those, too. So, yep. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. So, I think the numbers are a lot higher than what we're seeing. But at the moment, we're seeing about two and a half million copies yeah. already at this point. I bet you they're closer between four and five. Probably. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see. I don't know why they won't release the numbers. So, I, I hate that these companies do that. <laughs> It's like, it's, got, it's like some big secret. Yeah. So, but anyways, that is it for Titanfall. For now. All right. <laughs> All right. Sunset Overdrive is a game that uh, we first heard about back around, what, E3 or the reveal last year? Yep. And uh, they, they showed some gameplay video. It was kind of all over the place, meaning just characters just going on the walls, going on roofs, running around like crazy. You really didn't know what the game was all about, and uh, I really don't think that they put out a whole lot of information in the last year up until recently where they released uh, a couple-minute-long video uh, the other day, and uh, there's a pretty good write-up on Xbox Wire about it uh, titled The Wild World of Sunset Overdrive. And uh, I w really wasn't quite sure what to make of this game, but uh, I think it's something that I'm definitely going to probably check out. Uh, I think if you like games like uh, Dead Rising 3, yeah. uh, this is probably going to be your speed because there's all these bad guys trying to swarm you. 
and uh, and take you out, of course. And while you're trying to do, I guess, the opposite of that, uh, a little like bit of information. A, it's, like a, it's like a Dead Rising Three slash uh, Crackdown mix yeah. Yeah. type of game. Yeah, and I was like, waiting I, for I, someone I, to say it. <laughs> yeah, well, I agree with Rob too. It's like when I when I first saw this and they showed it at E3, I think most people were just like. Oh wow, good game, you know, like oh you get some pretty little arcade game and and most people kind of put it to their back of their mind and didn't really think much of it and after seeing this like all week long people were just like this game looks great, you know, it's like yeah, I can't wait to play this and I watched all the trailers and stuff on it and I'm sitting there thinking like this is definitely going to be a buy on my part. <laughs> so, oh yeah, looks really good. But so you have details, right? Yeah, so Sunset Overdrive uh, borrows elements from games like Prince of Persia, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Jet Set Radio. This is one that I was thinking about as well. Uh, and others to create a vision of the apocalypse. Uh, the The premise of the game is that there's a big bad corporate entity that makes a soda. Uh, and what was that soda called? Oh, the company's called Fizco. And they make the soda called, oh, where the heck is it? Overcharge Delirium XG. Well, there's a bad batch of this stuff, and what do you know? It turns people into mutants. Bummer for them. So, uh, uh, basically, uh, you and uh, the characters in the game are just basically trying to go around, survive, and all that good stuff. Uh, one thing that's interesting and that they wrote about in the article is that uh, they purposely made the game with no ladders. That was interesting. So basically, you're just going to be jumping, running, probably uh, the, well, also zip lining and uh, wall running, who knows what, uh, throughout the game. No climbing. <laughs> Sorry if you want to climb. <laughs> and uh, the game's customization systems are expansive. Not only can you precisely tailor your character from a huge number of body parts and clothing pieces, but an AMPS system lets you craft weapons and other tools to help you along the way. Recipes scattered around the Sunset City can require cans of overcharge to be combined with other items to craft AMPS. Weapons each have AMP slots, which serve to upgrade them with powers that go well beyond simple stat buffs. And then... Uh, like Dead Rising 3, Sunset Overdrive features lots of enemies which attempt to swarm you en masse while you escape using your exceptional uh, sleight of foot. Your ultimate goal is to topple the Fizco Empire, but along the way you'll be offered a great number of side missions and other diversions by everyone from comic book collectors to fortune tellers. Uh, that's an open-world game through and through, and you'll want to explore every crack of it uh, when it launches on Xbox One later in this year. And, uh, of course, you got to throw in, no matter how thirsty you are, don't drink the soda. Drink water instead. It's much healthier. That's all. Yeah, so there's, you know, it's like watching all the guns and, and things like mm -hmm. some of the others, like a teddy bear TNT or something like that, or a TNT teddy bear or something like that. It's like a gun yeah. that shoots teddy bears with, TNT strap to it and stuff like that and I'm like that's pretty funny and you know you sit there and you look at those guns that makes you think about Ratchet and Clank and yeah. things like that which Insomniac 
also developed. So it's kind of in their wheelhouse, I guess. So. Yeah. Looks fun. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this game. Yep. Love to see. So, anybody out there, uh, Elder Scrolls fan? Anybody yes. playing him? No. Crickets. No massive RPG. <laughs> too, uh, too much of a time be, sink. <laughs> yeah, there might be people in our group that likes it. My boys. Oh that, yeah. Dude, it looks one of my boys so likes boring. Yeah. Well, Elder Scrolls Online came out on PC, and um, everybody's wanting it and wondering when it's going to come for the console and why isn't it out yet? So <laughs> it looks like it is delayed. So. And delayed, and it's been delayed about. It's going to be de delayed about six months, based on what Bethesda confirmed. So, they're just saying it's been a challenging uh, process addressing a number of issues um, specific to the console version of the MMO. So, they're still working on it. It's going to be coming, but it's definitely going to be delayed about six months. So. But, you know, this is another MMO that's going to require you to have, you know, $14.99 or however monthly charge that they're going to have on top of it. So, who knows? Hopefully it lasts the six months on PC to actually hit the consoles before it goes free to play. So, but we'll see. But that's all on it. Six months. Oh, that's not too bad. Nah. Yeah. All right. Well, I will... I'm sitting here. I'm <laughs> multitasking. I was so bored with your announcement of the story that I forgot to put the image up on the screen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, have you guys watched the Twitch feeds of this game? I've actually watched several, and I've like they the game looks so boring. I mean, it looks like even when they're in combat, it looks like. You know, I can watch Diablo 3 Twitch videos, and I'm like, oh, man, that's awesome, you know? Mm -hmm. I look at this, and I'm like, this looks so boring. It's like I hear, like, it's like the elevator music should be playing in the background while the battles are going on. <laughs> it's, I mean, for people who are Diablo fans and stuff, obviously, you know, you can find it kind of fit in that. But the Elder Scrolls, when you're into that lore and that universe, and you've played, you know... Skyrim and, and those games and all the way through this game's going to be more appealing to you so to them they love it you know it's it's. I guess you got to be in there to to, to like it kind of one of those things but to, to me I think the game looks interesting I mean I, I don't think I would watch it either on Twitch or anything I might have to give it a try and see if see what it's all about but I don't know all right. It wouldn't be one I'm gonna dis. You know, I'm gonna pay additional fifteen dollars a month for. I just know that right off the bat. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that's on top of it. Yeah, you gotta pay for it. No, thank you. I think that makes it even worse. So. All right. So let's move on. We got some Sony news actually, and uh, so we we mentioned the title of the show is po uh, E3 leaks. So the first one, and we do have uh, this as well for the Xbox One, which we'll talk about later in the show, or I should say Xbox. But to start out, um, there was some supposedly leaked information on what Sony's going to be talking about at E3. So let's go through the list. 
Uh, okay, so here we go. Uncharted PS4 three-minute trailer showcasing in-engine footage interspersed with gameplay segments. Uh, visuals are supposedly unprecedented and set a benchmark for console graphics. See? There you go, Bron. They're already doing it. <laughs> so it already starts. Um, yeah, but that's Uncharted. It's an Uncharted game. Then they, then they push the limits on you know, last gen. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that it's going to yeah. look good. But I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. no, the whole yeah. unprecedented benchmark for console graphics. In other words, it's, you know, you're only going to get that benchmark unprecedented graphics on a, a PS4. As I'm saying, the very first story kind of goes back to what we said earlier, my prediction yeah. of what Sony's going to do. So it'll be interesting to see if this falls through. But anyways, uh, it's not a big surprise. We're going to see P uh, Uncharted 4, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um but uh, there's Uncharted for PS4 coming out. Summer 2015 release date. Uh, features tropical setting in different time periods with Nate and Francis. Um, okay, so that's one. Media Molecule's new title will be a landmark title for Morpheus. The 3D world-building, beautiful, quirky visuals. I think Mor Morpheus, I believe, is their... Uh, gla like the goggles, like the Oculus Rift, right? Yeah. Isn't that mm -hmm. what Morpheus is? Okay. Um, okay, so we've got that. Then there's, um, let's see, layout's coming late 2015, supposedly. Gran Turismo 6 is coming to PS4. as 1080p, 60 frames per second. See, there you go again. It's it's in the in there, Bron. Um, no, repackaged a... title in the vein of Gran okay. Turismo 7 Prologue. Coming okay. mid to late 2015. Uh, got a Go ahead. So a, a repackaged game that came out on the PS3 is coming mid to late 2015. Correct. Okay. I'm but counting they're... on my hand how many 2015 <laughs> games there are and how many are coming out this year. What? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, do that. And then yeah. keep track because I want to do the same for the Xbox one Right. Uh, when we get to the Xbox uh, rumors. Um, okay. Gears of Four. Gears. Not Gears. God of War 4 teaser will be go. present. Um, it will be CG with snippets of in-engine footage. A little too early for the reveal. Um, late 2015. Um, Kill Strain trademark is related to Siphon Filter reboot. Uh, for PS4, Sony Bend working on revamping the franchise. Stealth, beautiful visuals, impossible. Winter 2014. There you go, Ron. Um, oh. Ben finally getting to join the big boys. Wipeout is also making the transition to PS4. Uh, unsure who's developing it. Uh, Quantic Dream has a trailer prepared. Unsure whether it's penciled for GamesCon or E3. Sony will be watching Microsoft's presser earlier in the day to gauge whether additional titles will need to be slotted in to, to dampen the hype. Oh, wow. Um, expect Dark Sorcerer-like visuals uh, in real time. Um, let's see. Okay, speaking of Ready at Dawn, uh, The Order 1886, this is something we okay. saw last year, everybody was really yep. hyped about it, is going to get a stage demo. It'll be a big title for fall of 2014. Yep. Uh, Ninja Theory is working on a PS4 exclusive, possibly Heavenly Sword sequel, which was shelved a number of years ago. Um, Sony London will be at E3, first AAA title in many years, third person title. It's gorgeous. They're back with a bang. Uh, we don't have any other info on that. Guerrilla Games is bringing their RPG to E3. Uh, provocative setting, very intense 
Uh, very interesting and insane visuals as usual. A good reaction to the title is expected and will please the hardcore. Sucker Punch is work, busy at work on Infamous Second Son DLC. New powers, possibly new setting in E3 debut. Uh, Sony Japan Studios debuting, debuting two, maybe even three titles. Project Beast, the spir spiritual successor to Demon Souls. The other is The Last Guardian, retooled for PS4. Possible winter 2014 title. The other title is Shrouded, Shrouded in Secrecy. Um, Evolution will give Drive Club some time in the limelight. It's shaping to be incredible with jaw-dropping visuals. Demo release will be timed with the press conference. So expect to see a demo of Drive Club at e during, during E3. Um, alongside this, Source also noted that Ubisoft, Electronic Arts, Konami, Capcom, Warner Brothers, Activision, Square Enix, and Take-Two will all make appearances on stage during the event. Rockstar was originally included on this list, but the Source failed to clarify that Sony might make announce, might make announce a next-gen release for Grand Theft Auto V on Rockstar's behalf. Um... Beyond new games, Sony will also bring more huge titles to the Instant Game Collection, show off Project Morpheus, talk about Sony Entertainment Network and PlayStation Now, and announce a price drop for the PS3 and the PS Vita. The PS4 will be focused on the press will be a, be the focus of the press conference, but Sony will show love to its various platforms and services throughout. So, I think my takeaway, and then I want to hear what you guys thought. My takeaway from this was there's really and I'm not, I don't, and, and those that are listening, there's several PlayStation players that are listening tonight and, are, and that can chat to us. My thought was there was nothing there that was like, maybe the Morpheus will be like the big thing um, with this VR stuff. But I didn't see anything that was just like, wow, this is like, you know, going to be so awesome. Like, I saw something listed in the Xbox One that I was like, woo, I was so excited. You know, um, Uncharted, if I was a PlayStation guy, I would be happy to be un see Uncharted, but I know it's already coming. So, and I don't know, there didn't seem year. to be anything, like, major that was, like, mind-blowing, impressive. But then again, maybe that's so super secret it didn't make the, you know, the rumors. And again, that's all rumor and speculation. Yeah. W what did you guys think of this? Well, I mean, like, there was about four, four, four to t titles that were mentioned 2015 there is like three that were mentioned 2014 drive club was already i didn't count it because it's been delayed you know of course it's coming out this year we already knew that uh the order you know we already knew that was coming out this year um but not i don't think it was official like it was later that year so you can kind of count it so it was like three games they, that are coming out this year that they mentioned there um four games were next year two games were like unknown so it's it's kind of spread across there you know they could you know and that's kind of the ones that they want to talk about and like i said they have a bunch of other studios coming but i don't know i just i really don't know what they really have or what they're really shooting for besides the stuff we already know about it, it, i was a little concerned about sony this year you know, because they came out with a bang last year, and then this year it's just they're kind of relying so much on indie titles or repackaging this? games that are on the three, you know, that are on the PS3. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't think they're going to have uh, as much, 
you know, behind them this year that they did last year. Like last year, they won the show. This year, I I don't know. It's in the up. It's up in the air for them. Uh, Rob, yeah, I haven't been following their stuff hardly at all. Uh, the PlayStation, I had the original PS One, and I haven't had one since. So, you know, they're I I know they're there, but I I really don't. Uh, follow them at all you know I feel it's you know for the people that enjoy the PlayStation I, th- I feel that you know these titles are probably uh, you know pretty important to them at least uh, you know there's I'm sure there's going to be some new next gen stuff that's going to be pretty cool and you know great yeah you know they should have good stuff but you know other than you know, probably Gran Turismo 6 a lot of other titles I really don't recognize too much. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we'll see how legit this stuff is because I, I just think it's a little suspicious that the PS4 stuff leaked and then the Xbox stuff leaked right after that. It's just too yeah. much of a coincidence, yeah. you know, because it happened. You know, I don't think it really happened before, did it? No, I've not ever seen like a leaked "here's everything coming" type of thing. Yeah. So, because yeah, we've always gone like you know, a lot of the sites will do bingo cards, you know, what they yeah. want, or you know, and you always you know, that's kind of been a thing everybody's done. Now it's like, oh wow, here's everything laid out for us. You know, and a lot of it's probably going to be pretty legit. You know, it'll be interesting to come back to this article and see what you know was real and what wasn't. So. Yeah. But either way, I mean, I want good stuff. Like I said, all I hope is that both companies come out and just say, hey, here's what we got. You know, don't don't bash the competitor. I hate that. I've always hated that. Mm-hmm. Just tell me why yours is better. Tell me what yours yeah. can do. I mean, don't tell me why it's better. Tell me what yours can do. Let me be the judge of what I want. You know, for anybody still not hasn't bought either one, just tell us what you can do. Plain and simple. That's it. Exactly. I don't want, so. a, I don't want another E3 like like last year with the whole digital games and then all the backtracking and then all this and that. I mean, last year's E3 was just a disaster, you know, and and definitely when the disaster was falling all on the company that, you know, obviously we support with our podcast and everything, but, you know, and I I guess hopefully it's good because, you know, you just had Sony backtrack on a bunch of stuff that they were going to do with the Drive Club, and nobody's really saying anything. Everybody's kind of praising them for backtracking, so, you know, maybe all that stuff we just won't have to worry about this year. So, it would be nice. All right. Yeah. Okay, State of Decay uh, was out. Hold on, one one thing I just thought of something. I, I did play another game this week on the Xbox. That was Nujitsu. Um oh. And I wanted to warn everybody. The game's like, I bought it because it was like six and a half bucks, okay? Is that the one with the squirrels? Yes, it's like, it's like think of it as Pac-Man, only <laughs> yeah. you're a squirrel, and you're just running around collecting nuts and acorns and stuff, and it's it really is not worth it. But if you want an easy thousand points, it is an easy thousand. I'm only missing like two achievements and it's just, you got to rank up all the way, which is going to take you some time to get there. And then like, I got like two more maps to play on, I think to get the last two of those. 
but I've got like everything else. Everything so it's a real easy thousand points if somebody wants it for six fifty, but the game's really not worth it. <laughs> so just warning you. Alright. Proceed, Rob. Okay. Sorry. Alright, no problem. Alright, State of Decay is a game that came out uh sometime last year for the three sixty. Uh there's some new DLC. Uh, that it will be coming out uh, probably in about the next four to six weeks. Uh, they're targeting sometime in June. And uh, the DLC is called Lifeline. What Lifeline is going to do is it's going to uh, place you... Uh, uh, actually, you're going to be uh, assuming command of a military squad. It's going to be placing you and your squad in the middle of an infested city. Uh, this is kind of like a different storyline from the original game, and the stuff supposedly does not bleed through. So it is kind of a, an, what do they call it, an arc? Actually, no, it wouldn't be an arc because it's something sort of new. But another notable thing about this DLC is that there will be 40, yes, you heard it right, 40 uh, new firearms uh, huh. in the game, spanning from assault weapons to rifles. And uh, even hand cannons. So there's going to be lots of uh, new toys to uh, take out uh, all those uh, baddies with. And that is it. All right. So Microsoft is working on a new entry in established AAA strategy franchise uh, at its Redmond, Washington location. A job post dated on the 28th of April uh, describes the game as follows. Microsoft Studio is looking for a highly experienced senior games developer to help build and lead the team for a new AAA title within an established and well-loved strategy game franchise. So, a series that isn't just loved but well-loved, Microsoft Studios has a few established strategy franchises in the wheelhouse, including Age of Empires, which you guys are all familiar with, right? Yep. yep. And the one that I personally hope it is <laughs> is a new Halo Wars. Yes! So I... Because uh, Ensemble Studios is the one that built uh, Halo Wars, and they closed like right after finishing it, which yeah. was just like, when that happened, such bad news but oh i loved halo wars it is so good so still have it still have it so but um yeah i when they say say well loved and well established all i can think of is the age of empires because yeah that's been around for a long time there's only been one halo wars game but you know it's still well a established franchise. and well loved franchise i mean that's yeah. halo so it could be either or, but you gotta think it's Halo, right? I mean, you throw an Age could, of Empires game a, on a could be a Gears of War. That's a yeah, pretty well loved mm. franchise too. <laughs> yeah, but I'm kind of trying to tie that in with strategy game, and that's kind of really the ones that they've done. Right. Oh, I I'm just, hoping it's know, Halo we, as well. Well, yeah, and I, I'm just. When you think about putting it on the Xbox, do you think about doing Age of Empires or do you think about doing Halo? So it's, I think more Halo, but I'm, I'm excited to hear that. <laughs> It'll be very. Maybe this will be one of their announcements at E3. 
I'll get to jump up and down a little bit. But uh, something to think about. But it's all up to you. You're up. Woohoo! All right, let me click my thing over. So this Tuesday, May 13th. Uh-oh, what happened? I don't have an image. There, I got an image. <laughs> this Tuesday, May 13th, Grand Theft Auto Online will receive the long-awaited High Life DLC update. In addition, that will allow players to go from well-heeled criminals to small-time real estate barons. Alongside new weaponry, vehicles, and clothing option, High Life will add additional high-end apartments to the multiplayer world of GTA Online. If you already own a virtual base of operations, don't worry. The High Life update also introduces multiple property ownership. Granted, this only expands the number of possible properties a player can own to two, but that's still 100% improvement over the previous system and should save players a lot of time that would otherwise be sent driving across town to their sole safe house. Finally, the High Life update adds a mental state stat to the GTA Online user interface. Think of mental state as a running counter, just how antisocial your avatar has been in GTA Online. As the stat is public and attached to every player, it should provide ample warning if you join a server full of griefers who spend hours gunning down anyone foolish enough to spawn within their virtual world. And it's the reason I don't play that game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this is what has me worried about Watch Dogs is the griefers. So, you know, they've said you can turn it off, but they've 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 that's been kind of a not it's always more like a side note. So, I want to see it. I want to know for a fact 100% that I can play that game in a single player mode and not have to worry about someone coming in and griefing my game. Otherwise, I'm not buying Watch Dogs. So, but for those that are love the GTA online, you get a new update this week. All right, all right. There's a game from Upper One Games uh, that got announced just recently called Never Alone. This uh, game is going to be out uh, this fall for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's one of those games uh, that are 15 bucks only, and uh, as, as soon as I see the 15 dollar price tag, I immediately think of uh, Max Curse of Brotherhood, mm -hmm. and uh, kind of like what a quality game that was. But, uh, you know, we don't know yet what this game is going to be, you know, if it's going to be quite as good as Max. But uh, we shall see. Uh, so this game is set uh, to explore the culture and folklore of Alaska Natives. Uh, so being that it's Alaska Native folklore and so forth, you know, it is definitely set in a, in a wintry, uh, snowy environment. Uh, it's basically a young... I'm not sure how I'm, if I'm saying this right here. Inupiaq, Inupiaq. Anyway, girl called in, Nuna in, and her Inuit. I think that's pronounced Inuit. It's a uh, like Eskimos, but Eskimo, yeah. I guess, is like not an appropriate. That's not a PC term. <laughs> they're they're Inuits. <laughs> okay, I guess interesting spelling. <laughs> All right, uh, her, her name is Nuna, and uh, she has an Arctic fox as her companion. Uh, it's a platform-style uh, game with puzzles and so forth. And uh, the game will also have eight characters with native folklore, uh, such as Manslayer, Blizzard Man, Sky People, The Little People, and The Rolling Heads all appearing. Uh, there's a trailer online. You might want to check it out. Uh, looks like it might be interesting. 
graphics are okay. So uh, look for that uh, this fall. All right. So <clears throat> you guys still want the zombie games? You guys yeah. want Depends. more zombie games? All right. As long as I'll it's a good the... game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go with you on that one. <laughs> so uh, Dying Light, um, upcoming zombie horror game um, from the group that made uh, Dead Island. Yeah. So, um, the group that made them, awesome. Tech, Techland, right? Techland. Techland, um, yes. So, yeah, I don't know when the official day was supposed to be, but it has been delayed. No! So, yes, uh, it's, it looks like it's pushed out to at least February of 2015. Yeah, so, that's okay. That's okay. That's a good time for it to come out. Yeah, and it, there's, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm the type of person that's like, if you got to delay it, delay it. You know, it's got to be good. Delay it as long as it's good. So, you know, what Ubisoft does, right? Delay every one of their games, and they all come out, and they're good. <laughs> so, but, yeah, have to wait until February. I'll be buying this day one, man. And you know what? That's good, because if it's like the Dead, if it's like Dead Island, which it looks to be very similar mm -hmm. uh, with some, you know, parkour and different kind of game mechanics in, but it still looks to be very similar to that. That game, Dead Island, was a long game. Both Dead Island and yeah. the second one, I forgot the name of it, but um, they were long. So, putting this out in February, I think, is good. It gets it out of that spotlight of the Call of Duty and Destiny right. and everybody else that's going to come out in September on, and it gets it out there in February where we've got a drought, you know, where you don't have a lot, and then you've got some time to play it so i think that's a good good move and if it gives them time to just kind of clean it up and yeah. perfect it well, all the better actually i was just looking at march 31st is when it was originally supposed to be out well, that's a, so, quite a delay a whole year yeah it was supposed to be out already so so but it was supposed to be out for pc 360 xbox one ps3 and ps4 hmm. so but hey you know whatever it takes man make the yep. game good but all good game. It's all people ask now. I think yep. is is that so. But all right, next. All right. Uh, I guess that's me. Earlier this week, uh, there was exciting new content was added to Connect Sports Rivals uh, that players can download from the marketplace to add some style and excitement to their game. Uh, there have been also been features added to the game and the Connect Sports Rivals hub. Uh, fans of Rare developed. Okay, so fans of Rare, developer of Connect Sports Rivals, will be excited to see sponsor story packs featuring familiar characters and elements from classic titles. These include the Banjo-Kazooie Challenge Pack, the Battletoads Challenge Pack, the Blast Corps, Perfect Dark, and Viva Pinata Challenge Packs. Connect Sports Rivals players can also purchase vanity packs to add some style to their champion. The packs include... Um, the sunglass pack, fun glasses pack, and the super salon pack, or you can get them all in the super style bundle. Those players who have sworn their allegiance to one of the three battling teams will be pleased to hear that 24 unique stories have arrived for each of them. Players will also be able to take on the team captains in all six sports. Additional features now live in the Connect Sports Rivals and on the Connect Sports Rivals hub include team-based photo gallery backgrounds, greatest moments videos, Connect Sports Rivals Island news button, 
news articles in the Connect Sports Rivals hub and new Connect Sports Rivals story button banner. Yeah, okay. Next! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Ooh. clears throat> okay, here's a similar one. Oh, gee. Nujitsu available on Xbox One. Next. <laughs> All right. Well, here, I got a, I got a, a Titanfall story. I forgot so, we had this story in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Titanfall updates. So, Respawn puts them out on PC, puts them out on Xbox One, and then Blueprint Games, which made the 360 version. Now, they're going to be following suit. So, what happens is... PC and Xbox One are going to get them first, and then 360 will get them later. So, um, what it says here is uh, they have Blueprint following Respawn lead, bringing updates and improvements to the 360. Um, this was posted on Titanfall's website. We are fully committed to supporting the Xbox 360 version and ensure that regardless of what platform you play Titanfall on, the experience is as good as it can be. So, you know, take that Expedition DLC, which will be on Xbox One and PC in May for 10 bucks. Uh, Blueprints, uh, Bluepoint, sorry, not Prince, Bluepoint's uh, version will follow up uh, in June. So, you know, a month after, but, you know, kind of what you expect when you're going to do that. So, yeah. But at least at they're least getting, getting it. At least they're getting right. it. Yeah. So. All right. right. Next. (laughs) All right. Here's what everybody's been waiting for. Microsoft E3 24 conference leaked. So let's talk about, and Brian, you got to run the numbers on the dates. Um, So just just to give you a heads up, there's a massive storm outside right now. (laughs) So if I happen to go away or disappear, you know why. (laughs) Well, as long as we don't see you, like, all of a sudden fly up into the air. You know, yeah. ah! <laughs> or so, light up like a Christmas tree. Yeah, I'll just grab my camera, take it with, you. take it with you. We're, we're run reporting live from a funnel cloud. Yeah. So hopefully it's just thunderstorms and not not tornadoes. Yeah. Then. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. So. All, All right. right. Shoot, okay. So we are getting close to E3. So here's the rumor mill or the leak, if you will. All right, so this info comes from the highest source and contains near full details of Microsoft E3 2014 conference. All right. Rise 2 is in development and will be announced at the show in a real-time in-game trailer. Gone is the Roman period. Enter the medieval setting. The game will offer more freedom of exploration and a refined combat system. The main character is a cell sword of sell sword of sorts with a greater destiny the game looks beyond belief no release date possibly late 2016 mm-hmm. oh goodness gracious i hope they're not going to give us games two years out yeah they shouldn't even just they shouldn't even talk about it exactly i oh man rise two though i'd let i i'm all for that all right next forza horizon 2 will be announced for release in october 2014 yeah Awesome. Day one for me, baby. Um, This is, again, made by Playground Games. It will once again be an open world and set in Louisiana, Mississippi. New Mexico... Oh, sorry. Louisiana, Mississippi, New Mexico, Texas, and Arkansas. Full day-night cycles, real-time weather, estimated 80 hours single player. Yikes! Yeah. I'll be all over. I loved Forza Horizon. I liked that better than the Forza games, man. (laughs) Uh, To be honest. Um... 
343 Industries will unveil Halo 2 Anniversary. This is a full multiplayer included visual makeover of Halo 2. It will mm. also include the same options as Halo Anniversary, including both visual modes, skulls, etc. It will include the E3 2003 mission as a bonus unlockable and the maps from the PC version. Nice. No turn 10 this year, except in supportive capacity of Playground Games, which is for uh, Forza Horizon 2. Halo 5 will get its release date. Rare is prepping a reboot of Battletoads and Perfect Dark. Battletoads will initially be a download-only title and is set to run at 60 frames a second. Perfect Dark is looking to be rebooted into a third-person adventure game similar to Uncharted. Hmm. Mm. Epic will be there to unveil the new their new game based on the Samaritan demo from 2012. This will be an Xbox One exclusive, as Microsoft is the publisher. Possibly the best-looking game of this generation. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, now we got some dueling uh, best-looking game statements yeah. going on. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Good Science Studios will unveil their Kinect-only game, Echo Black. The game is controlled via the use of Kinect, and the player plots through an adventure game drawn as by echolocation. The vibrancy of the world depicted alters depending on the pitch, loudness, and location of the player's voice. No release date. That totally Hopefully does never. not interest me. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully never. That just does not sound good at all. No, it doesn't. That, that should go to the Wii U. Um, <laughs> Twisted Pixel will reveal their next hmm. digital game, which is set in a science fantasy planet of Decasus, possibly a 2.5D plat- platformer. Rob, that might make you happy. That's... Uh, Probably in okay. what? What was that game that you liked so well? That was at Shadow two and a half. Complex. Shadow Complex. Yes. Yeah. Deadlight is like a well. Deadlight's not two and a half D, but similar to that. Um, Black Tusk will have a CGI trailer for Gears of War Lazarus, which will show the direction the series is heading. So cool. Lift London will be showing two projects. They are small and digital based. No other details, unfortunately. Lionhead will have a brief gameplay of Fable Legends and bow, bow out with a teaser of their next project, which is set in post-cataclysmic Earth, decimated by egg-shaped objects, possibly aliens. Frontier Development is working on a family-friendly Kinect title for release in 2014. Hey, hey there's one! Woo! <laughs> it's our, oh, that's our second one for 2014. Yeah, two. Um, Phantom Dust sacrifices... Uh, being worked on by Grounding Incorporated will be prequel to the original. The game will be episodic in nature. Quantum Break will be out November 2014. There is a multiplayer mode, part one of a trilogy. The game has had significant graphical upgrades since last year. Hmm. That'll be interesting to see because that game looked fantastic last year. Yeah. Um, Sunset Overdrive is aiming for release on the last week of August, early September. So that's there's there's four games right there for 2014. Graphically, mm-hmm. it looks like the CG trailer and the parkour elements of the game is a mix of Sonic, Jet Set Radio, and Ratchet and Clank. The secret Japanese game is coming from Platinum Games and is a beautiful and is a beautiful Joe-like action beat 'em up. Code name is Rug Puddle. This is part one of a multiplayer 
multiple game deal with Microsoft to publish other titles in the future. Leap Experience Pioneers will announce their game, which looks like a TPS slash RPG hybrid. TPS. I don't. What am I missing here? I don't know. I know what RPG is. Turn throttle throttle position sensor. Say TPS. <laughs> TPS. Oh, I was gonna say turn TB if it's oh third strategy. third person shooter. Oh, third third person okay. shooter slash RPG hybrid set in a science fiction universe looks very Mass Effect inspired. Coming 2015. Platform Next Games is a new studio. They will be presenting an unnamed tech demo based on an upcoming project, which appears to be set in either an ancient or fantasy setting. Then Games with Gold will be announced for Xbox One starting immediately. The aim is that it will be one retail game a month, one digital game per month of a choice of two. This will evolve as time goes on. So, okay, so we're going to get one, yeah, so kind of like, I guess, it's like what we just saw with the with 360 right now, Saints Row 3 is a full retail game, and then uh, Elysium was an arcade title, so right. that'd be cool if we get one retail game, and think about it, the Xbox, if this starts immediately, that means they start this in June next month, how many retail games are out there, you know, it'll probably be something first. like... You think Rise? Yeah. I don't. I I don't know. I mean, it would be great. I would love it if they did Rise because I haven't. I played the game. I want to buy it. I haven't bought it yet. Um, but it might be something like Zoo Tycoon. Um, I'm trying to think of like a lesser known title. Well, that but... would be an arcade title at that point. No, that's a We're retail game. It. Oh, it is. Zoo Tycoon was a retail game, sixty dollars yeah, retail. So, and oh, then wow. the the arcade one will probably be like Crimson Dragon. I think was a Microsoft published title probably see that. I don't, I don't know if LocoCycle was... I don't think that was Microsoft published, because I think it's on other platforms. But, um... That'd be cool to see, and if it start right away, that'll be awesome. And then if you get a choice, uh, I like having the choice to pick one of these two games. That'll be kind of cool. Um, Microsoft will announce the date when retail units can be activated as development kits. It will be before October of this year. The way... Sorry, the way you read that games for gold is that you get one retail and then a choice of one of two arcade games or is it just you get to pick the arcade or the retail I read it as you get one retail game a month right one digital game per month of a choice of two okay okay so you're going to get your retail and then okay. so they're going to basically have three games out available gotcha. you can you can the retail one you get, and then the other two you'll have to pick which one you want. Okay, I was so sure they I was might. You're right. So for yeah, example, yeah. they're gonna say, okay, come June you get Rise, and you can get either Loco Cycle or Crimson Dragon. Okay, you gotcha. can get Crimson Dragon or Max. You know, it'll be something like that. So, um, okay, guys, and here it is. This this oh yeah, this pump, <laughs> Crackdown Skyline Aww. coming. 2015. Cool. Hey, don't make me hurt you. Where's that <laughs> camera? Don't make me come after you. Um, but not till 2015. No other info. Not even the developer, uh, Microsoft Studios. So, um, and then multi-platforms are as follows: the Division, Xbox One is now the lead platform for the Division. Nice. Call of mm -hmm. Duty, Advanced Warfare, Fallout 4. 
and EA game not specified um, but exclusive there's an exclusive EA game with time DLC on all so that is the rumor and that I was excited by quite a few things I read here yeah. kind of bummed out by games 2016 but you know I hope they stray away from that and give us more what's coming now <laughs> yeah I, that's I like you know, I call that the Apple approach. Like, hey, you know, look, we're doing this, and it's available today. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Thunder cracking right above my head. <laughs> um, you know, I, I like that. Or it's coming in two weeks or this year. I, I like that. I like, I would like both companies to do that. Because, really, I think a lot of these delays and and stuff that these people get is because they just announced way too early. Way, way too early. So, But there is four four or five games that you mentioned there that's this year everything else no dates but you know i'd assume that they're not this year so yeah but all right cool that's stuff cool. i'm excited either way to see what yeah. happens yeah same here all right okay, all right talking Rob, about some up? other talking about some other exciting stuff walking dead season two episode three releases this week uh, this episode is called In Harm's Way, and it features uh, the exciting, very exciting, and yet uh, kind of messed up uh, story of Clementine as she is uh, out and about uh, in the new world of episode two. I'm not episode two, season two. Uh, it will be out on May 13th for PC and Mac, and then uh, the following day for Xbox 360 and uh, PS3 and then iOS hits May 15th so 13th 14th and 15th of May which I believe is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday so uh, look for it I'm pretty excited to see this thing out and uh, the trist week was pretty sweet if you're into the game you haven't seen the trailer definitely check it out to kind of wet your whistle before the game releases uh, in a couple of days that is cool. all. All right. So for all the uh, Minecraft fans, we mentioned last week that um, you're going to be able to transfer your saves or, or do a cross save, I guess, if you want to call it, from the 360 up to the Xbox One. Um, what they talked about here is that the sizes of the worlds in the Xbox One edition and the, and the PlayStation 4 edition are going to be much larger. So it doesn't seem like they're going to be like infinite worlds or infinite scope uh, because they explain that due to the save file uh, limit on the consoles it can't be infinite but um, they're definitely going to be larger than you know the current or the last gen consoles 360 PS3 version so and I didn't really play it on any of those consoles so I'm not sure how big those worlds are but to me those ones were large as it is so for the newer consoles it's going to be larger so which is cool. So. And all right. that's it. Is that all of our topics? That is it. Wow, that was a long Whew. one. Oh, but a lot of stuff. We got some community yeah. stuff. We got a voicemail, fellas. Oh, nice. Excellent. So let's <laughs> hit our community section, which many of you are listening right now and watching us on Twitch. Uh, join us in our Facebook group. Also, you can look for us. Okay, now my stuff's messed up again. Twitter! We have a Twitter! Be sure to follow us on Twitter. 
Also, check out our website, thisxboxlife.com, and on the right-hand side, there is a voicemail box. You can leave us a voicemail directly from your PC. So here we've got Check84 sent us something. Let's hear what he has to say. Hey, guys. Check84 here. Um, just wanted to call in for the first time. Say that I love you guys' show. You do a great job. Keep me entertained on my Monday morning commutes into work usually. Um, and I want to give my opinion on season passes. I've, I've said this on the Facebook group already, um, that I think season passes are a waste of money. Uh, they've got a lot of research into those, basically saying that 70 to 80% of the players don't end up buying the third and fourth DLCs. Um, like especially for a game like Call of Duty because they lose interest and something else comes out and there's a new game on the radar at that time. So uh, it's a way for them to pick up a chunk of money. I typically uh, won't go with a season pass, even for a game like Titanfall, which I absolutely love. I'm sure there'll be something else on my radar to be playing by the time that third and fourth DLC comes out. So it's a waste of 10 or 20 bucks, in my opinion, um, in the end. Anyways, keep up the good work, guys. Uh, it's a great show, and uh, that's my two cents. Thanks. Alrighty. Well, I, I just you know, I, I know you guys said I'm getting feedback. It was very quiet, really low. His volume was maxed out on my side, so um, I couldn't crank it any louder. It was as maxed as it was go. So, but at least hopefully you guys can hear him. All right. Talking about the um, season passes, we talked about this in the past. Um, and he doesn't buy them anymore. Also, um, I've got another question I want to tag on to that. We've got Johnny Don't sent me a message through Facebook and says, I just wanted to chime in before the next podcast about the season pass thing you mentioned last week. I bought the season pass for Gears of War Judgment, and I was expecting a bunch of more Horde Mode stuff, and, I was still, and I'm still waiting on it. So from that experience alone, I won't get a season pass before the game launches. Um, Ron, that was was that was last week that you and I talked about that, right? Yes. Rob, I don't yep. know if you got a chance to hear us talk about season passes, but we brought it up about like was it Watch Dogs that right now even the game's not out, but you can buy the season pass and you can pre-order the game before it's out. Right. So, say you go into the store and you know you pre-order a game, well, you can always change your mind, but if you've bought the season pass, they got your money. You're not getting that back. And so we're kind of talked about, we were talking about how like these companies now are kind of trying to really, they want their season passes out there the day it releases to get more money from you. And we don't really have any way to say that we're going to get our value out of it. What's to say we're going to get all our content? You know? So yeah. I was curious what you thought about season passes, Rob. Well, uh, season passes can be a great value for those games that have a ton of content, but you know something like the Gears of War Judgment thing, you know, you you, you hope that they have the content, but there's no guarantee. You don't know if it's going to be worthwhile content. So getting season pass early on is kind of like, you know, just jumping into it, you know, without knowing what you're jumping into. Um, I, I can see the appeal of just taking care of everything initially, but it seems like it makes more sense just to hold off and wait. I know the only season pass that I've bought ahead of time actually was that 
Wolf Among Us. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the Wolf Among Us uh, season pass, and then it had that issue <laughs> where you it, there was some kind of funky thing where you you bought the season pass, but it didn't register properly. So I'm I think I'm gonna go back to my old ways of just waiting. You know, just waiting until something comes out and then, you know, you look at it and you're like, yeah, this is worth it. I'm going to get it. Or better yet, you just wait until the game's out for a while and then you get it later instead of release day. And then you can just get a whole bunch of DLC all at once. You know what you're getting into. Right. I mean, I don't have a problem with them. I do think, I know they put them out, like, it's like Call of Duty, I think was our example we used, where they said that statistically people buy the first two map packs and then they, everything drops off. So the last two, they don't really make any money on it. So if they sell you three of them and you get the fourth one free, then it's like more people, oh, okay, that's a deal, so I'll buy them all. So they end up buying an extra one that they normally statistically wouldn't buy, and then the developer makes more money that way. And, and that's I what mean, the caller, that's what the caller was saying. You know, they show that they don't buy like the third and fourth pack typically. So right, you know, they can sell you three, give you the fourth free. At least they're getting that one extra one out of everybody. Right, and I mean, so far I haven't had a problem with them, but. It does seem like all these games now are launching with these season passes, and um, every new title comes out has a season pass, it seems like. And it's like, okay, the game's $60 plus the season pass. You know, where do you start to draw the line? It's like, wow, you know, do I really... Am I even going to come back to this game? Am I going to remember it? You know? So, yeah, it's interesting. It's like with Watch Dogs, I, I think it was only 20 bucks. So, at least, you know, $20, I don't mind as much, but I wouldn't buy it with Watch Dogs, because I'm not even sure I'm buying Watch Dogs. But that's a game I'd have to play first to see if it's something that would keep me. And if I played the whole game, then it's like, okay, and I still loved it, then yeah, I'll buy the buy the season pass. Games like... Uh, what was it I was saying that was coming out? Um, what's coming out here soon? Like Destiny? Uh, chances are I'd buy the season pass on that probably day one. You know, because I already know the game's going to be like Halo. So, yeah. and it's something that'll interest me. So, but again, yeah, it's, you know, just keep that in mind, I guess, that, uh, you know, we don't know what the season pass is going to entail. We don't know if it's going to be map packs. We don't know if it's going to be, you know, avatar items. <laughs> you know, they just say content. They don't have to provide you with a whole lot. So, interesting, interesting talk. But thank you, Check84, for your voicemail. I appreciate it. And the volume had nothing to do with your side. It was it was all on our side. We just can't boost it. I should have boosted it, the file itself. But uh, all right. So lastly, we got an email from Roberto uh, Roberto UK73 says these are on GTA 5. And unfortunately, you're probably asking the three worst people because none of us play this game. But he says, are you disappointed that the heist mode has not been implemented into this game yet? Um, well, that's yes. coming. <laughs> yes. Um, no, because I don't play it. Um, that was actually the one mode on the online stuff that I actually wanted to play when I first, oh. when I was playing it. So, <laughs> look how long it took, and I'm already falling out of it so 
Yep. Uh, okay, so this next one is in which country or city do you think GTA 6 will be set? So they've done what? They've done a New York, they've done an L.A. Where? What's the current one in? That's out in L.A., right? Isn't that back in L.A., the new one? GTA um. 5? I thought that was out in California. GTA 4, that was, I believe, uh, New York. That was New York. They've Maybe done, they'll like, do... Have they done San, San Andreas or whatever, which was supposed to be Los Angeles, I think. I'd, I'd say Chicago, man. You know, yeah. if they're keeping they it go. in the United States, they haven't done yeah. a Chicago. They could always go outside the U.S. and go to, like, a London or, like, a Tokyo. Would be pretty cool. Tokyo, would I think, would be neat. It'd be cool. At least it'd give it a whole different... Well, that's Sleeping Dogs. Something different. <laughs> Sleeping Dogs was good. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, I guess uh, if it was in this country, I'd say Chicago. If it's going out, I yeah. would think London myself. But, yeah, I like what Brun said about Japan. I mean, yeah, Tokyo. Yeah. All right, and lastly, if GTA V comes out on Xbox One, will you purchase it? Uh, no. Nope. No. <laughs> it's three no. no's from us. If, if I didn't if I didn't own it prior, yes. Since I own it prior, no. Same same thing as uh, when we were talking about the Mass Effect, you know, coming out. Yeah. It's kind of the same mentality. There. See, I would I would consider the Mass Effect trilogy on Xbox One. I would consider that. GTA five I wouldn't. But I you know, it's weird. I'm one of those people like some open world games work for me, like Crackdown, Sabotage, um, Fallout. No. <laughs> um, some of them work. I love them, you know, those. But then others don't. Like GTA, I, I just have never been able to really get into them. Can't get through. I loved, uh, what was the Japanese one you just said? Sleeping Dogs? Loved it, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I, and I don't know what it is. Uh, Crackdown, I love that one. But I can't get into the GTA. And there's others. I, I love Red Dead Redemption. So I, I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it's just the tone of the game, but there's just it, I find that one to be a little harder than some of the others. I just want to play it, but I've had other open world games I just couldn't get into and I just really didn't care for when I played them. Um, Prototype was one, uh, Mafia, I think it was Mafia or Mafia 2, um, so I don't know. I'm really wishy-washy when it comes to those type of games. So, anyways, he says, thanks for the great show. Rob, a.k.a. Roberto, UK73. P.S. Good point in last week's show. The China console sale figures will certainly be interesting and could potentially see the Xbox One overtaking Sony in sales. Alright, so thank you guys for the comments and stuff. And again, you guys want to do Facebook, you can send us, uh, send us messages, emails, voicemails if you want to get your voice in the show. And uh, next time I'll try to make sure that's louder. But this this whole our program cuts like this that we use. What is this X split? Yep. For some reason, man, I can play it on my machine and it's fine. And then soon as you put it into X split, somehow it downgrades it, even though the volume's all the way up. I don't know. Mm. But anyways, let's. Huh? I said my fire whistle. Oh no, I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> yeah, don't you guys miss that? I mean, come on. Yeah. It's air you guys raid. Can hear that, right? Air raid. All right, Rob. Let's move on. Oh <laughs> me. Okay. That's the, well, right. Brian. That's not a tornado whistle, is it? No, that's just fire. Okay. <laughs> so. 
How, how's something on fire? It's raining over there. <laughs> anyway, so this week's retail releases, uh, we've got the same title for 360 and Xbox One. That's Super Time Force, released on May 14th, which what? Uh, that's Wednesday. Wednesday, May 14th. It's kind of a retro shooter. It looks very retro. It sounds retro, but uh, when I was watching the trailer for it, it it's the retro games were a lot simpler. This thing's got a lot of stuff going on, so it's like retro plus. So you might want to check it out. It's out by uh, Kepibara Games, which has some uh, stuff coming out for Xbox One. Some uh, I think they're the ones that did the Below. Wasn't that them, Kepibara? Anyway. So, uh, yes, that's I think you're got. correct. Yeah, that's all we've got uh, this week. Super Time Force. That is all. That's it. And and where can ever, anybody buy great games, Rob, for their consoles? I'm glad you asked because, you know, I was just wondering that myself. And the answer is uh, go to Amazon uh, to make all your gaming-related purchases uh, and even your non-gaming-related purchases. You, know, you could have bought your mother a nice Mother's Day gift. Uh, by going through our affiliate link. Go to thisxboxlife.com and uh, find our Amazon affiliate link on the right-hand side of the page. Uh, Just click on the Xbox One over there. Uh, Once you go to Amazon, then you can search for whatever you want and uh, click away. All right. All right. Well, that is it for our show this week. Thank you guys and gals for watching and supporting us. Uh, please remember to rate us uh, five stars on iTunes and any other podcasting application that you might use to help get the word out. Um, also, please be sure to follow us on Twitch, on Twitter, on Facebook, and uh, wherever else we might be. Um, but with that, I am Mark, AK Wingman709, taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week. And um, Brun BJ Swick thirty three and thanks Cat Fury five for the Cody game. So appreciate it. I'm taking off. Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs>